Aloha, thank you for pressing play. Welcome to the Eating Curve Balls for Breakfast podcast. I'm your host, Stacey Mahoy, and your biggest fan when it comes to hitting those curveballs that life, sports, or parenting can throw you right out of the park. Thank you so much for listening. Enjoy the show. Okay, so I had a question come in about body language. How important do I think it is? How much stock do I put in it? And um, the truth is that I pay a lot of attention to that. I tend to put a lot of emphasis on it or allow it to affect how I perceive, you know, how an athlete is doing as far as their attitude is concerned. And um, and I do think it's an important issue because when these athletes who supposedly want to go into college, many of them that are having this issue or, you know, kind of talking with coaches about it, Generally speaking, a lot of them feel like, you know, they want to take the game to another level. And yet sometimes their body language on the field doesn't show their best side or their best attitude. Right. So this is something that has come up for, you know, teams that I've worked with before in the past. And so I do feel like body language is important because I think it communicates a lot and players are not always aware, fully aware of what they're communicating and so or how important it is and so it can be it can very easily get into a situation where your you know coaches are just telling them they have to do better and if you do that then you're not going to play and yet while that does send a message it's also a lot more helpful to help them develop that skill because I feel like just like throwing, hitting, fielding, running, all of those things, bunting, all of those things are skills that we work with them on developing. And I think that attitude and body language is another skill set that is huge that we can also help them learn and grow in. And I think that just like some athletes are born better at throwing, faster, you know, stronger, so they can hit farther and so on, they have natural athletic skill and talent that they come to the table with I think some athletes are naturally more gifted in the area of attitude and demeanor and body language and I don't think that it's either they have it or they don't or they're good or they're bad because of it it's just some need a little more support in developing that area of their game than others might and I believe that we can treat it that way and explain it to them in that way and communicate it to them in a way that they can understand so that it's not just you can't do this you have to do that if you don't I'm gonna put you on the bench I mean that's the you know that's something that's you can do but I don't think that's the most effective way of helping them learn and grow in that area right it's kind of like telling a pitcher throw the ball hit your spots. If you don't hit your spots, I'm going to bench you without actually working with them on what to do so that they can hit their spots. With a pitcher, we would work on, is your footwork, you know, is your footwork good? Are your mechanics right? Is your arm slot correct? Are you, you know, how are you um, getting, you know, pushing off the mouth? All these kinds of things that we would work with on pitchers, All these little things that would help them achieve that goal before we tell them, okay, do it or else you're not going to pitch. 
right? There's a lot that we work on to help them get there. And so I think that's possible even with body language, demeanor, attitude. And one thing that sometimes is helpful to these players is to explain to them, look, if you really want to impress college coaches, and yet you're not impressing me, and I'm not even a college coach, and my livelihood doesn't depend on my this job, why do you think that they're going to be impressed with you if I'm having a hard time being impressed with how you're presenting yourself on the field? And then you can also talk about what do you think when you see a player on the opposite side of the field from you and they look like this, their shoulders are slumped, their head is down, they're, they looked all irritated and mad, what are you thinking as you're facing them? What are you thinking about that particular player in this particular situation? And then ask them, what do you think of a player that looks, you know, they're standing tall, they looked unfazed no matter what happens, they're ready to play, they look competitive, they look the same all game long. What do you think about that? How do you feel when you're facing a player like that, right? And so kind of just get them thinking about what it looks like when they see it in someone else and then get them thinking about, well, what do you want to look like on the field? What do you want your opponents to see? What do you want, you know, the opposing coach or the opposing players to think when they see you on the field? And so that just kind of gives that ownership back to them as far as, well, how do, what do I really want to do? What do I want to accomplish? What's going to be the most helpful for me? And put it in terms that they can understand. Find a way to communicate to them how this piece of the game will help them and or hurt them. Why you're so interested in helping them get better at it, right? How do, what's in it for them, basically? And find ways to communicate that to them and find ways to communicate to them the idea that you want to help them get better at this part of the game too not just in their throwing not just in their hitting and um, I think that will open up some doors and opportunities for your team and your players to have good conversations with you about this issue and just have a better understanding of the impact it makes for them for their team and you know for their future and once they grasp that I think you'll find them be a lot more willing to work with you on it, especially when they get the fact that you're trying to help them. Sometimes when you just come at it with, that's wrong, this is right, do what I say or else, it gets really defensive and you put up a wall, right? They shut down, they don't want to hear it, they're feeling all attacked. And so if you can find a way to communicate with them in a way that's meaningful to them, in a way that they understand, oh, my coach is actually trying to help me then you'll find that it's much easier to work with them on it. And I do believe like sometimes, you know, we talk about how all you can control is your attitude and effort, but we act like that's either like a a switch you can flip. Like, well, just do it or either you're choosing to do it or you're not choosing to do it. And yes, it's a choice, but I still believe like the ability to make that choice in very tough situations is a skill that needs to be developed. This is not something that you can just choose to do necessarily. I mean, Yes, you can, but some players, like I said, are going to be much more, much better at it naturally than others. Some players are going to need to work on it. So how how can you do that? Sometimes they need alternatives. Sometimes you need they don't even know what they're doing, and it's like, hey, look, when you look like this after an at bat, this is what it communicates. And so I want you to try this, right? Keep your keep your shoulders back, stand tall right? These kinds of things. Instead, you can look at the dirt for a split second, get your mind right, pick your head back up, 
right? And sort of just show them different body languages or even get them together and have them tell them, okay, slump your shoulders, look down at the ground, how do you feel versus stand tall, eyes up, chin up a little bit, how does that feel? You can literally feel the difference within yourself when you carry different postures. And so just taking them through things like that and just helping them become more aware of what's going on, how it affects their men- themselves mentally, as well as how they feel physically, and helping to build that awareness will allow them to start the process of being able to make better choices or realize that they can make better choices and why. So that's a whole another aspect of the game that maybe we don't always address or have time to address or feel like we have time to address or think that we need to address. Um, I think a lot of people look at it as they either choose to do it or they don't and don't even look at it as a skill that they can help their team develop and they kind of just place the full burden on the kids without even working with them on it. And so I think we can do a much better job um, and some people are great at this, but I, I know for sure I could have done, um, I'm, I can, I think I can always do a better job of helping them with that aspect of the game. Like we spend so much time on skills and drills and the physical side. And, um, I think everyone has time or has areas in which they can kind of improve that mental, you know, attitude, effort, body language, like the the less like softball skill or sports skill areas of the game and I don't know if we realize how just how much we can actually do to help them develop in that area and I know how the pressure is as far as like we need to get the skills and drills right if we can't throw what does it matter and so it's a real challenge for sure for coaches and so if parents if you're listening and you can help your child with this and you can have these discussions because you don't need to know about you know softball skill or the sport technique to have this discussion like you can have this discussion with your child even if you know nothing about the sport that they're playing so if you see that the coach doesn't really have the time or the resources to do this regularly with your child like you can have these conversations with them and you can talk with them about it and you can help them learn and grow and develop in that area on a daily basis at home so that they're better prepared when they step into competition and um, that's definitely an area that we as parents can support <laughs> our athletes in. And of course, how we do in that matters too, right? The better that we are able to execute in that area and the more skill that we have and the more effort that we put in to how we show up on a daily basis, to the body language that we carry even around the house, you know, to the way that we respond to adversity with our attitude and our non-verbal communication all of that plays a role and so one of the other great things you can do to help your child get better at this area is to work on it yourself and to exhibit it and demonstrate it in your daily life with them every you know each and every day every chance you get in your interactions with them how are you carrying yourself? What kind of body language are you using? How are you responding when things don't go well at home? That makes a difference. That shows them, right, what's possible. And sometimes we are asking them to do things we're not even doing. So that's something, that's another thing that I've become very, very aware of as a parent is like, how often am I asking my child to perform or execute on something that I'm not putting forth effort into doing every single day in our daily interactions with each other? So, um, 
yeah, that's something that I have taken a good hard look at and still have to work on every single day. It's much easier for me to do on softball field. Like that's, you know, that's a couple hours a day, you know, controlled situation sort of, um, relatively controlled environment. And, you know, but living it all the time, I find that to be much more challenging, but also so much more powerful within our within our home and, you know, as far as trying to pass that on to our kids. So just a couple of tips for you today. I uh, hope you enjoyed it and I'll see you around. Bye-bye. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the podcast. If you would like to stay connected online, you can do so at stacymahoy.com. That's S-T-A-C-I-E. M is in Mary, A-H-O-E.com. And on Facebook, facebook.com slash Coach Stacy. You can also catch me on Twitter at Stacy Mahoy. I'll see you there.